She's a doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Dobek, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together we are the, the Doctor Dietitian Collab. Wow, we still we still got we it. We still got it. We yeah. always think we're not going to be able to do it. I know it's like muscle memory. Totally muscle memory. This <laughs> Doctor X Dietitian podcast, and it's been a while. It has been a little while, but today we are back with the very important topic of life. Yeah. So a couple things it, going on. A few things. Just, yeah. Oh, you like, hear that in the background. There we go. There's one thing. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So. Big thing. Big thing. Hannah had a baby and we, she's right here. Elena is on the podcast. Our first, um, our first family member, I guess, yeah. to be on the podcast. It is. And we just wanted to catch up about life and how things are going and your routine or maybe lack Lack thereof. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What sleep is like, what just, you know, know that you're a real person and and so am I. And yeah, what's stuff going on too. Oh, I I mean, we had a big announcement back in December. We haven't talked about that on the podcast. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're, we're building this monstrosity of a building. I look at it and I'm like, Oh yeah, this thing's pretty big. Um, That will have our office the surgery center, some endoscopy or GI types of suites, and our podcast studio. Yeah. I think that's what I am most excited about. I'm so strange as I know. I'm so excited. You mean you're not excited to record in the office slash nursery of my house now? (laughs) We need to take a picture in here. We need to take a little little video of the behind the scenes of this whole thing. And I think that's what this podcast today is like all about. It's about like just being resilient uh, through whatever your circumstances mm-hmm. are, your current environment, just to make things happen as you're trying to achieve more, but you got to kind of go for it yeah. now. And the behind the scenes of all of it. Yeah, for sure. What's going on. So let's talk about, um, is this motherhood what you expected? Um, I, I don't know that I knew what to expect. So a little bit of background is I ended up having Elena three weeks early. Yes. Um. So definitely some, you know, I think those last three weeks I was really counting on for some, not only physical prep, like we didn't have, we had a car seat, but it wasn't installed. Literally my husband installed it in the parking garage of the hospital. Um. So like physically there was some prep, but I think I was kind of like, ready for that nesting of like mentally for those last three weeks. So I, a little bit was thrown into, into motherhood and oops, now we dropped passing. This is, this is our new life, isn't it? Um, but so I think that that kind of was like, Oh, we're having a baby. So we were, it was so funny because we're driving down to the hospital. I was told to go down to triage. Basically my blood pressure was, was going up and yeah. so they wanted me to go get checked out. Um, my husband and I are driving down to the hospital and the whole time we're talking about like, this is such a great practice drive because we had never actually gone. My office is up near where I live. We're driving out to Orlando, um, you know, so we can figure out where the hospital is. How do you park and do all of that? Oh, yes. and, like, I'm like talking to my belly, like, you know, you're not coming out today, which she didn't come out today. She came out, what, four days later? Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's a lot yeah, here there's in this a story. Lot here. So, so anyway, um, you know, I think that that, from from kind of that perspective of like how is motherhood it's kind of hard because it's just we were thrust into parenthood uh, a little bit earlier than we expected oh no and now we've got uh, someone who's a little fussy but you know I think then I was off of work for a few weeks and since I work from home I was able to come back after about a month and I am actually working and watching her 
some days of the week. So that's been, you know, something that's going to be an adjustment as well is that I'll actually be kind of doing dual duties um, a couple days a week and then she'll be with her grandparents on the other ones. But, um, you know, that, but it's been good. I mean, lack of sleep, obviously, or disrupted sleep, I would say, is <laughs> more the, the big thing. She's still up every three to four hours. So. Oh. Um, All of those you have kids out there uh-huh. just it gives me some like PTSD remembering like those sleepless nights. And I told yeah. you that as part of my residency, we had to do trauma mm-hmm. to be a, a surgeon. And I and I hated that. Like it was just like this necessary thing just to get certified and just get done with it and become a surgeon. And we, I decided, I'm like, I'm going to do all seven months or whatever the requirement was. It was many, many months. It was like oh more than half a year. Every single day I was doing trauma and I would spend the night there and I would do these shifts and you would work like 30 hours at a time on the weekends. And then you would stay up all like night and then you'd try to sleep during the day. It was horrible. Oh my God. But having a newborn to me was harder. It was harder. It was. Yeah. But the sleep deprivation, because just like, I don't know. Like there was, it, I don't know. Like, because you can't control this. Not that you can control when trauma is coming. Yeah. But it was like a well, lot. Well, I think too, it's the, you're also going through, I mean, it's the biggest hormonal shift you can go through mm-hmm. in like physically in your life. Um, so there's probably that additional thing. And then it's also like something that not that you wouldn't care about your patients coming in, but you care much more deeply about your own child. So I feel like there's that like emotional aspect of it too. And it's just, it's just something you, I think you can prepare all day long for it, but it's one of those things that till you're in the thick of it, you don't really know what it's going to be like. I, so I would agree. It takes time to get, you know, like you said, routines are kind of lack thereof, but it is, it's like, the first week we were just off the cuff figuring out, okay, we were both awake all night with her. You know, every time she'd wake up, we were both awake and <laughs> changing her diaper together and do it, you know, just because we were like clueless. And then, you know, we, it's like my husband was like, okay, we need a schedule. So we got that for us, not necessarily for her. We know she's on her own schedule, but when we are each kind of responsible for her so we know from all right i've got to be responsible if she starts crying between the hours of 4 a.m and 7 30 i'm answering that cry and he gets to sleep and vice versa for other times throughout the night so it's um i think that that's been really helpful for us to kind of adjust to to having that and just being more of a routine for the adults at least oh well i think there are so many parallels between Pregnancy, trying to get pregnant, having a baby, not feeling like you're ever really prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you were early, you weren't physically ready, like mentally, hormonal shifts. Gosh, it is so similar to me, mm-hmm. to the bariatric patient journey. We have yeah. to bring it back to like, how does yeah. it is for those of you who aren't parents, don't want to be parents, um, or just aren't yet, whatever the case may be, or if you already are, I would be very curious to hear that people would agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. we see like patterns in people's behaviors and they have the surgery, they've done all the reading. Some people go to like great lengths to read or watch or hear mm-hmm. every little bit of information that's out there. They have their, you know, all of their things purchased, everything is ready. And then you have it and you're like, man, like I wasn't expecting uh-huh. this gas pain. So there's like the physical discomfort. I didn't realize I would miss food. Oh my gosh, the scale didn't move like I wanted. It's not working for me. Like there's so many 
I, I just think it's very similar to, to this, like, they won't sleep. Uh-huh. I, I can, you know, well, it's like crazy. It's funny, too, because, you know, we always talk about don't compare yourself to other people. Oh, yeah, And that, and it's, I had a friend who ended up having a baby two days before me. So we're very much in the same thing. And she just posted, so Elena will be one month tomorrow. So my friend's baby was one month yesterday. So she posted her little one month update and i'm like reading through all these things i was like wait wait i don't know are we there are we meeting these same like i'm comparing our babies to each other and that's like tell people every single day like don't compare everybody's journey is different like this baby is different than hers her baby was born at 39 weeks it's like men like hannah don't do this to yourself because they're literally two different humans totally so it, it makes you realize how easy it is to fall into those types of or you're Googling, what are the milestones? What are what should be expected at this point? And it's like, these are guidelines. They're general suggestions, you know? It's exactly. Like, so it's funny, just like... Oh, I mean, yeah, I did it Sorry too. to everybody who I've berated for being... Like, I know. Other Step away from the yeah. scale. Who cares? Yeah, I'm like, like, who even cares? Oh my God, if I had a baby scale, I'd wear every... I'd wear before and after feeds if I could. <laughs> totally. Oh, I know. I would too. I was completely obsessive and compulsive about that whole thing. Yeah. And my kids didn't walk through. They were all almost two. Oh, so yeah. there was that. Yeah. You'll see. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I felt like, what is wrong with them? Uh-huh. And it is a lot of comparison in, in all things of life. Now, let's let's go to you as the dietitian. Uh-huh. Um, are you making perfectly well-balanced meals? that you're preparing and meal prepping for yeah absolutely definitely don't have a Publix cake in my fridge for my birthday that I've just been slowly eating happy birthday happy birthday Uh, well I mean that's the thing that's another thing like where you know I'm gonna like it's never surgeons it's always dietitians that are like here's your perfectly crafted meal don't go one morsel of food outside of this plan that I'm going to never do that yeah. Giving us a bad name. I know, right? Well, that's, I mean, yeah. I, I've said it many times. I tell people all the time when I meet them at the initial consult, like, Hannah's cool. Like, yeah. that's the best it's thing not, about her. It's like, not what we're going to be doing. She's no. a real person. Again, this was another thing, though, too. In the three weeks that we thought we had, we were had this whole plan. I was going to prep a bunch of freezer meals oh, and yes. things I can throw in. Because my husband doesn't cook. Yeah. Um. So, luckily, my parents stocked the fridge while we were in the hospital. My mom went and... Gave it, got us a bunch of food and prepped things for us. So we were at least come home to having food in the fridge. Um, because, yeah, it was, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. So do you feel like the continuous cycle of waking up, feeding, being awake, trying to keep them awake? Of course, they're always sleeping through the day and they're staying and they're up all night and all this constant cycle. Do you feel like, you know, the last month, has it been boring? A little, I think, you know, it's a lot of time by yourself or just with this, you know, little creature that, especially (laughs) in the first two weeks, because she was so little, she was super sleepy. Yeah. So, I mean, we really didn't have as many problems with like the crying and stuff. She was just sleeping all the time. Um, And so, yeah, it was, we, I, I started watching all these different shows. I it's almost like 2004 in our house. Like I was watching Desperate Housewives. I put on Scrubs. I was watching like Ugly Betty, like all these (laughs) Just Ooh. like shows that I could kind of pay attention to. Yeah, if you yeah. miss something, it's not a big deal. And if I fell asleep on the couch, like whatever, you know, it's like, okay, fine. But I joke, I'm like, yeah, we're going to put on our friends on Wisteria Lane. And- oh my <laughs> gosh, Wisteria Lane. Uh-huh. That is a blast from the past. Oh, right? I love that show. I know. It's so bad and good. 
Yeah. There's so much drama in that show. It's just over the top. Like, they jump the shark every week. Oh, which yeah. Which cracks me up. Oh, yeah. But, um... I was there yeah. for that. I forgot about it that was, show. It was addicting. So, like, we've done that. You know, we've started getting into, like, the New York Times, like, puzzles. Oh, okay. So, like, if I'm pumping, like, you need something to do with your hands, like... We're gonna do some, you know, wordle or crosswords or whatever. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. It's yeah. chaotic. And it's um I just love the whole like just behind the scenes of this little company we have. Yeah. Like business. So I think a lot of times and you know, there's a lot we can say about maternity leave and parental care in this country, and that that's a topic for somebody who knows more about it than I do, but I do think that that's something that our government needs to be working on and providing whatever. But a lot of people are like, oh, you're going back to work or what, you know, how long? And I was like, yeah, I'm taking like a month off. And that's, you know, we're a very small company. We we need, we have like four people. At staff. It's know. really hard to not have somebody working for a long period of time. But it is, it's like, I work from home. I'm not commuting. I'm not, it's not like a, this job isn't physically demanding and I feel pretty much fine. So and it is, it's like, it's kind of like, I need something to do. Yeah. You know, I think great for people who take their 12 weeks of maternity or year or whatever and do that. But it's like, I I kind of needed an activity at a certain point. You yeah, know, you're, I mean, I hats off to people who, you know, just thrive in this. I just, yeah. I don't know. I you need I, a second, a second thing. I do. Like I, I couldn't take it. I, I took off more time from work, but I was. Like well, your job my... is also physical. Yeah, I mean, standing you're... there walking. I mean, yeah. oh, but gosh, when I had my third, like she like popped out, and I yeah. had, I went like one day early for her and Evan, so I missed like one day of stuff that I had planned. Oh yeah, and I wanted to so badly just walk up there and just finish what I just like you said, uh-huh. and I knew I could. I gave birth, and like as soon as I could walk again, I was like, maybe I just walk up there. Yeah, which was kind of crazy. You were in the hospital. In the hospital, hospital yeah. yeah. I was like, should I just go up yeah. there? But then that would be either like, it would be seen as legendary. Like, wow, look at this person. And then, but also like. It would set the standard. It would be like insane. Yeah, it would be insane too. And it, it is. It's like, no, you absolutely deserve to rest. And I mean, the day that I, I went into to triage and ended up getting induced, it was funny. I talked to the nurse at my um, at my office and she was like, yeah, you need to go down to the hospital. And it was, I want to say like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes. And it was a Friday and I had patients scheduled like throughout the day until three o'clock. Right. And um, like back to back, like full day. And I was like, um, I was like, okay, like how urgent is urgent? You know, I was like, I, I have, I see patients and I was like, I right. have them scheduled until three. And she was like, uh, you really need to get, to-. and I was like, yeah. Fine, because I knew I if I didn't come back, like those people, it was going to be potentially a month until. I know. I mean, we get them to see you guys and everything, but I was just like, and I had two in the morning, and so my husband had to come home from work, and I was like, okay, I was like, I texted the office, I was like, cancel everybody this afternoon, I'll see these last two, and ended like a, you know, like an hour later or whatever, um, and then we drove down to the to the hospital, but I, she was just funny. She's like. Really, like I could kind of just see her. Like I don't, I don't even know what this woman looks like, but I'm imagining what her face like. Really, you want to like work for the next, you know, five hours or whatever. Kind of, because my mindset was to finish my day. Exactly, like like, the end of the week. It's Friday. Just want to be done with it. Yeah, I like. I don't like to leave things on my desk or whatever. Like you just. I don't know you basically it's just a, a testimony to who you are and I think who we are and like the whole thing is like you commit to doing something yeah and like well I said I was going to do it like yeah. I always 
do what I'm right. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do. do. Yeah. Like I it was like then I had to send the cryptic text to the office. Yeah. Like, can you can't reschedule all my afternoon appointments? Because we didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't want to get everybody excited. Of course, you texted me immediately. It's like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like we're going down, you know, whatever. I'm like right there in uh-huh. your, your medical space. Yeah. Like I just like I'm just yeah. you're my, like, I don't I had to create a note in my phone. Oh my God, for the I whole the induction. So basically, long story short of my induction is it took 57 hours from the time I got my <laughs> Did first. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, five, seven. Um, from the time I got my first dose of medication to start the induction until she came out, um, which was insane. So I, of course, I had people that I wanted to update and I had seen somebody online say that they had the same thing. Like, I don't remember if it was an injection or if it was some other kind of surgery or whatever it was, but they were like, instead of texting everybody individually, create a note in your notes app, and then you share it with the people that you want to kind of update on these things because um, that way they can just look at it on their own. And uh, so that's what I did. So I had it and I shared it with you and a couple of my friends, my mom and dad, I texted separate. I mean, they were in that too, but I texted them separately. Uh, but it was very nice to not have to like individually update. It was and I was brilliant. just like time stamping everything. I was brilliant. like, all right, next dose of medication. Okay, we're being moved here. Okay, this is what's happening. And of course, you're like calm. You're like you this. You're like, what's happening? I get refreshing it. Like, I know. I just, like as soon as I would wake up in the morning, I'm like, what happened overnight? Yeah. And then I'm like, it just went so slowly. So slow. And then it, it, took, it took forever to get to three centimeters, and then. I went from three to, oh, the baby's head is right there in like six hours or something. Amazing. But yeah. boy, I was and like. three pushes. Not even. Not even three contractions to push her out. Which I is, mean, that's incredible. They were like, they were like oh, I mean, oh, the the nurse wouldn't even let me practice push. She's like, this is, no, you're too close. She's like, I don't want to catch this baby. I'm waiting for the doctor to come. She's like, I've caught too many babies. Wow. I mean. Shout out to a diva. Seriously. I mean, what a remarkable story. It's like everybody has these, you know, I have my birth plan. I'm going to do, it's like everything, like, it's just like all of life. Like you, all your best laid plans. Basically my birth plan ended up being by the end of it, like do everything that we can to avoid a C-section. Yeah. Because, and especially now that I've went through like postpartum recovery, I'd be a terrible C-section patient. Same. I would be awful. I'd do everything they tell you not to. I'm reaching. Yeah. I'm picking things up. I'm, you know, like, uh-uh. I'd be terrible at it. Yeah. I mean, same thing with laparoscopic surgery. Yeah. We try to use little incisions. Like, anytime I have to pull out, like, the sleeve specimen or if uh-huh. I'm doing a revision and there's a piece big enough that I have to put that stitch in the side. Yeah. You know, it's like, it hurts right here. I hate putting that one stitch because... I mean, and then more stitches and oh, yeah. surgery. So yeah. that is why we use these techniques. See, it's exactly. just, oh, how are we going to pull it all yeah, around? Exactly. How would it relate to You just to can't it? pull a baby through a laparoscopic stitch. So Watch, you'd be surprised. <laughs> remember those? Remember the sound effects? Yeah, all the things? Probably she'd have a, quite a cone head for that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's sleeping right now on her uh-huh. mama at the moment. Okay. Now, other things in life. Um, What are you most excited for that is kind of coming up? Um, for you personally or professionally, or like, what do you, um, I mean, God, obviously uh, you're making yeah. this survive the day. I don't yeah. Right. No, I think, I mean, even just in the last month for personally and seeing with, with Elena and just seeing her developing in the last four weeks, like it's so crazy to think 
what she's going to be like in another month or in, yeah. you know, in years, my, my husband's um, cousin and his family came over to our house last night. Um, they were visiting Florida from Chicago and they've got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. So it was like, oh my gosh, they're going to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're going to be that big. And then that, that like, wait, you're growing. She's, like, she's growing into like a real human at this point, which, so that part, it's just exciting and yeah. sad too at the same time. It's kind of like, no, like you're, she's outgrown like one of her little jumper thing, like onesie things. And I'm like, how is that allowed? I you be know. that big. That's not allowed. Um, professionally, I'm very excited for the, um, for next year when we have the surgery center. I think that's just going to be, yeah, I think it's really going to solidify a lot of things for our business and just make it feel much more like grounded a little bit. Yeah. A little less scrappy, maybe. I um, agree. Not that I'm going to be going in every day, Um, but you know, to be, to have kind of a landing base for us that's got our individual homes. Yeah, Um, I know. As we're in our, our mailing address. Like exactly. No, I think it's going to be so great. And when you talk about like seeing Elena grow, like seeing my kids, your child, maybe children, you know, growing family, you know, um, the people that. I mean, we really just truly have a great friendship and we love yeah. each other and we're like just, you know, a bunch of women who thought that we could kind of do it could better on our own. This. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, like made a dream and following it and to watch like it come to life, but with like all those people that love and support us that we start to love and support other people's, yeah, you know, family. And it's just like even thinking about your mom, like Judy, shout yeah. out to you if you're listening. Yeah. Like just the thought of Judy coming and, um, you know, really... I don't know, just being there and seeing it and being mm-hmm. like, wow, I didn't know what you guys were kind of yeah, up to. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's blossoming a lot. I mean, I can't believe it's been almost oh, 10 months, almost a year. Exactly. Since we started this. So what's crazy about being a year out is that means we're going to start seeing people for their one-year surgery, their first anniversary of their surgery with Body by Bariatrics. I know. We started Body by Bariatrics on April 13th, 2023. And it is insane to me that we have been at this for a year. It's been like, I've been like so on the grind. It's been like so close to my base that like, I feel like I haven't like stepped back and like seen like the big picture at the fruits of labor. And like, to your point, seeing people that we operated on at Body by Bariatrics that trusted in us when we were, you know. I mean, just we were newborns. We were newborn yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And then they did. And now like you pull back and you're like, wow, look what you've done in a year. I think it's just, you know, sometimes just like the patients when you're so close to it, like we see them for even their six month follow up or, you know, pictures yeah. of them on Instagram or whatever the check-in might be. And we see them and we're like, whoa, like yeah. you're amazing. And like, they're like, we don't see it. I don't see it. See it. Yeah. And you're like, what? It's yeah. just like, you know, you looking at your newborn uh-huh. or me looking at the business, like, you know, and we're so excited because coming up even this, um, next week, the 26th here and, you know, coming up very soon, we're going to be doing, um, our 500th case wild. It is wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. And I, but I think going back to your point of it is it's, it's very similar to, and I tell people this all the time because I have the same experience where people are like, I'm just not seeing the difference in myself or I'm not seeing the difference in my body. And it's like, it is, it's because you're so close to it. Yeah. You're so close to the situation. And, you know, in my mind, even with the business too, I'm like, we're just, this is, we just started, we just opened. And it's like, 
yes, relatively, we're we're still new. Yeah. But it's been, you know, like you said, since April. Um, but I always tell people it's kind of like the the aunt and uncle situ like comparison of where your aunts and uncles you maybe you see them a couple times a year or maybe you only see them at thanksgiving right and so when you were growing up they were always like oh my god you're so much bigger than you were and your parents are probably like you know they look the same to me because yeah. they see you every single day yeah so you don't notice those changes but i'd be interesting even for us to kind of go back maybe we'll do this as like an exercise at our one year of like go back to some of maybe our first emails or some of our first processes that we had and old spreadsheets or whatever and look at like what were we doing even a year ago and what have we changed what have we overhauled because it's, it's there's a lot that we've done but I think it's yeah it is it's so close to it and that's a good point to remember for us it's a good point to remember for the patients too of like you have to really go back and see where did we start where are we coming from and uh you know where are we going to end up maybe we'll have some of our first patients on the bring them on the podcast we need to do that for their surge anniversary. Yeah, I think we absolutely need to do that. I um I feel like yeah, like we gave birth to this body by yeah, matrix for sure, and, and now this thing's about to take its first steps. And yeah, like, well, and there's been so many growing pains. There and has been, you know, I think we present a very rosy picture for the most part, but there's been things in the background that have been hard, really hard, and really, um, you know, personally challenging, and, yeah. and that too. So very much so, and you know, like. You know, short of getting into the the details, I think, um, you know, like I, I'm so thankful for you and like you being like my dear friend mm -hmm. to like you said, like it is, um, it's really tough. Like when you're just trying your best to like do good work and be a good person mm -hmm. and like truly like, you know, get a network and improve access to care and the things right. that you say that like, yeah, when you know the individual story and you see like what a patient might be going through and you're just doing everything in your ability to help them. But then there's all of these like side things to try to like uh -huh. cut your legs out from underneath you yeah. and, um, you know, not let you be in network or not give you like block time out of hospital or privileges right. or like, like roadblock after roadblock. Yeah. And like, it's um it's like demoralizing it's shameful to be honest yeah. it's disappointing i think that you know like you said we all paint this perfect picture we've talked about the patients like oh my gosh like comparison like mm -hmm. all the things of seeing like this flawless absolutely perfect like airbrush before and now and you're living your best life but you don't talk about the time like you know, you sitting here now with like breast milk on your teeth yeah. hurt and, uh -huh. you know, just, um, exhausted from, you know, gosh, you didn't sleep last night or, you know, all the other things yeah. I just described. Um, it's been unnecessarily hard, I yeah. think. And I, and I have put that out there. Um, you know, some, some of my, you know, some people like know the full story and, um, I don't know. It's yeah. just like, eh. But I think then we look and it's like, but we're also about to do our 500th case. Yeah. Which is, I mean, something that some practices only dream of. Yeah. And, you know, they they struggle just to get off the ground or just to get one person into surgery. So, you know, I think that when we look at what we've done, it is a testament to the hard work that's been put in and what we've overcome and the fact that we're there. It's, you know, pretty pretty exciting, pretty special, to be honest. Yeah, it is. And I, and I think that we do have to 
pause, reflect, celebrate the wins. Mm -hmm. That's why we're going to all pause as a team, come together and be like, dude, we have 500 cases in 10 months. And, um, this is our first year. Like, I know it's unheard of, but it's like, you're always wanting to be better than you were the day before. And you're just, you, you want to achieve something bigger than you've ever done. And just, I don't know, bigger than yourself. And it just goes to like these, like really like, I don't know, like deep conversations you might have with yourself where you, um, you know, what do you want to accomplish in your life? And what is your legacy? Um, And, you know, obviously we're talking a lot about children and just personal things, but professionally, I do think of this truly as, um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes my lines are so blurred. I do not have any work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a work-life balance, right. which is weird. Well, like, work for a lot of your time is your life. It's I mean, completely my life. You love your children. You love your family. You love your husband and all of that. But you also love your work. I do. And I think that's the difference. And, you know, we've, we've had this conversation internally about, like, work-life balance. And for some people, they just, they really do. They want that clear distinction. And I think that's totally respectable as well. Totally. And there's a lot of people, maybe not who work with us, who don't really like their job. So they want that work-life balance because they want to step away from it. But when you're doing what you're passionate about and what you really love, you're like, I don't, why would I care? This is my life because it's something I love to do. Yeah. You know, I truly like love the weekends of just waking up and I'm like, let's crack open the computer and let's get down and dirty with responding to patients. And now I will say, I don't do that, but I know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the only time where I have no distractions of uh-huh. text. Uh, this one's approved. This one doesn't have an EKG. There's so much mayhem. Yeah. Like, what can I do? Let me call this person. Let me make this ride. Oh my gosh. But then on the weekends, it's like, well, nobody else is really working. Right. You're and not operating. You're exactly. not in clinic. You're not. Yeah. I need just... to like catch up on like the business and like what's been going on and like every detail. Yeah. And I know that sometimes I'm like to grow. I can't be looking at their every single little rock, but for yeah. now, I mean, I do that. It I takes do. me all weekend, and then I kind of get it caught up to ground zero, and then it's like, boom. Monday morning. Monday morning. 40 messages. And I'm like, what? I yeah. haven't cleaned up. I went through hundreds. Yes, but if we had 100 to start on Monday, it would build. Can you, you imagine? Know? And that's a thing. So, I mean, I could go on and on yeah. about, um, like, sometimes it is like, oh, a lot. Of yeah. that. And then, you know, okay, we're on, ma'am, we're on your fifth um, weight loss medication, but I will call that insurance again. I will do I will it. try yeah. my best. I will sit another prior auth. I yeah. will do another appeal. I will make another call. I will try my best. And I think yeah. that's what everybody out there who's listening, we too... It is hard. Every day I have something that is like, oh, almost bring me down to my knees. Like, uh-huh. darn it. That is not what I wanted to hear. Like, right. To get to, to achieve things that have never been achieved, you have to take a lot of no's mm-hmm. um, to get to the yes. You have to ask questions if you expect them to be answered. You have to go for it. And I will tell you that it is um, frustrating and hard. And as long as you know that you are giving life and all aspects of it your very best and and that's what I can say I'm doing I know you're doing that too and I'm like I I feel like all right I'll just pick up again tomorrow and I'll just keep trying to push forward and you know go for in the process yeah so (laughs) we grew our babies at the same time (laughs) I sure did well you were growing too because you know, you were right there with me about like every detail yeah. in terms of how will this be perceived? Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Is this, you know, we really like 
that's our thing. And you see this from like very, very successful companies. Like they're always hyper-focused on the consumer. In our case, it's Mm -hmm. the patient and their experience. And I think that that is why out of the gate we've done well, but we're going to do even better. Yeah. I know. And and, and again, come, come April and we're going into a second year and we just have ourselves to grow against too at this point. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Well, we're going to be the best. That's yep. it. It sounds crazy. It sounds like, all right, but um, yeah. Yeah. So we need to pick out what C-suite um, position yes. Elena will hold. Absolutely. Um, I need some. I need you like, know. to help me with these finances. I'm okay. thinking CFO. Are you going to be CFO? Take after your father and do money money things? Yeah. She's going to mm-hmm. control that for me. I, okay, I, I, I'll I, get her to you in like, what, 22 years after she's graduated college? Yeah. Okay. I'll just give the whole thing up to her at okay. that point. That'll, that'll awesome. be a perfect transition. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. We're learning finances uh-huh. now spreadsheets and um, P&L. Have you ever about, about your, your Excel experience in this no. whole thing? I don't know. I mentioned it once, but people about about your journey with Excel since deciding to go into private practice. So this has been the biggest thing. And I apologize if I am redundant because this is what as layman I am most proud of on this whole thing is that I don't know why or how. I mean, I graduated high school in 99. We, um, when I graduated high school, granted I was, I grew up in West Virginia, so I don't know if it was the resources or what, but we got a computer lab my very last year of high school. So I learned how to type on a typewriter. Yeah. And I obviously, when I got into college, like Microsoft Word was out there and Microsoft products and, and all of that. But for some reason... I don't know how, but no class I ever took in high school, in college, in medical school, no project I ever did, did I ever even open an Excel workbook. Yeah. Never. And I was so intimidated by it. I, um, you know, Joni, who works with us, she is like, if you've seen someone who's excellent at Excel, it's, it is intimidating it and is. it's like overwhelming. I'm like, wow, it's like a different language. I thought I have a I have better shot of, you know, truly learning how to speak Spanish than I yeah. do on figuring out Excel. And I right. and I meant that with all my being. Well, with that being said, whenever I decided to do this, I'm like, all right, if I'm supposed to be like the CEO, I gotta kind of know Excel. Like there's no getting around it at this no. point. So I went didn't with, have somebody that you could no outsource it to. No, I have to like know the basics and listen, like I'm not trying to say that I'm some like savant on her by any means, but I went on YouTube and I was like, start like, or like Googling, like, what are the, how do I like start an Excel workbook? Yeah. How do I open Excel? Yeah. Like I watch like basic, like addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, and then you can kind of pull it on different sheets and like format it and put like borders around it. I am boring you all right now, but the point is I can actually, I'm, I'm enough to to get by at this point. Yeah. I feel like my spreadsheets are pretty legit. I mean, you created like a whole like budget, like a whole financial sheet. Yes, I, I remember did. you showed that to me early on, and it was like, and I've worked with Excel for years because it was, you know, I'm ten years behind you basically and everything. So yeah, many of my classes we used Excel. I I don't know if we used it back in high school, but into college and stuff, and I've used it, yeah. but very much a casual user, I would say. And I was like, I don't know how to do some of this stuff, and I've been doing it since, you know, absolutely fifteen years or whatever. I mean, yeah, you're, I so, feel like you're pretty good on it. Yeah, I mean, I again, I can get by. I have no, and I can Google things and look stuff up, but 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not making pivot tables, nothing no. like that. I have people to do that. But <laughs> it was enough that I was able to show you some of my ideas uh-huh. and it seduced you to come in over yeah, here. Right. <laughs> so I guess something worked, worked. out on that one page. Yeah. And then, I mean, ultimately, I walked into a bank with this little, like, yeah. spreadsheet and they gave me money. Yeah. that's. I'm like, okay, okay, can I have money to, it's like so, like, legally blonde, you know, like, here's my pink paper and here's my pink Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And I'm and wondering, it's scented. <laughs> it's scented. It's really it's great. Really nice. It's lavender. Is it calming you? Because it's, not, I'm not calm at all. Yeah. But wondering, is this spreadsheet enough to um, build a huge building? Yeah. And then they were oh like, God. okay. And then that's how it worked out. Yeah. Obviously, there was about, oh, I don't know, a thousand hours in between. Of, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was the gist of it. Yep. That spreadsheet worked out. So anyway, y'all are trying your best out there. That's all you can give. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are worthy of, of it. work in and yeah. If you feel it, if you believe it, you got to be confident in yourself. Because, I, no, I mean, it's so cliched, but, like, nobody else is going to, like, no. think you're going to do no, it. You don't think do you're going to do it. You either. And that's true, too. Well, we managed to go all over the place here today. Um, <laughs> life, that's life. This is giving me a Seinfeld episode um, vibes, which I love. Um, but yeah, this is life, and this is where we're at right now. And just we wanted to reconnect with our followers, our listeners. We do. I promise, we miss you guys when we we do. We miss recording these. We always have the best intentions to record them. Uh, Doctor Jovic comes up, and we. We always have a list a mile long and just sometimes, you know, I know we got to take care of things. So I know. Thank you for sticking with us and hopefully you stuck with us to the end of this chaos today. Yeah, seriously. Um, heard some little cries in the background, some little squeaks. Yeah. Um, so sweet. She's so cute. Yeah. She's, uh, she's snoozing now, but we are so excited to get back into the saddle and get some more episodes out. So no, if are. you ever have suggestions, of course, feel free to send us. If you there's a topic you want us to talk about or something you want us to recover that we've done in the past, but you're like, I want a deeper dive on that. Or can you go back and clarify? We'd love to do that as well. Um, if you have suggestions for guest speakers you want to hear, yes. if there's anybody, you know, we're happy to reach out to other professionals. Yeah. Um to get get that going so love to hear that and of course follow us on instagram yes. at dr x dietitian at hannahskyler.rd at dr dovek at body by bariatrics <sighs> we're all over the place exhausted but yeah. yeah no we miss you i have anxiety when we don't record these and <laughs> um we have a lot of ideas in our head so again stay tuned stay tuned for more all right, all right. talk to you later bye guys bye.